Welcome back to The Naked Connection. This is the show that helps motivated men build deeper connections and have better communication and sex. What's up, you guys? It's Kirsten, your intimacy mentor and soon-to-be licensed sex therapist. And I just got back from a psychotherapy conference that completely blew my mind and inspired me to really want to talk about something super, super important today. And that is relationships that have sexual desire differences. A relationship where someone wants sex a lot and someone wants sex a lot less than the other person. So ask yourself in this moment, have you ever been in a relationship or are you currently in a relationship where you want sex differently? You don't want it at the same time of the day. You don't want it the same quantity. Maybe you don't even want it in the same way. Are you in a relationship like that or have you been in a relationship like that and you're worried that you might enter into one in the future? Chances are, unfortunately, you probably thinking yes to some degree, right? Here's the thing. Having these sexual desire differences, it really leads down a path of pain and heartache and sexlessness. And it often creates this unfortunate resentment that builds up between the two of you that not only starts to impact your sex life, but it impacts the rest of your emotional life together. So what if I told you that there was a way to get your relationship into a place where you are both sexually satisfied every single day? In this episode, I'm going to share with you exactly how to get onto the same sex page as your partner. Let's get after it. If you have ever been in a dynamic or are in a dynamic where the sexual desires are different, it probably, (laughs) I'm like, let me tell you a little story. It probably sounds something a little like this. See, I actually was recently working with a client who was totally in a relationship like this. And it's so sad because it's almost comical what starts to happen, this cycle that starts to be created. My client found himself in this relationship and he was really angry and he would get really disappointed and upset when his girlfriend didn't want to have sex as often as he did. And unfortunately, his anger and his disappointment, it actually pushed his girlfriend to withdraw further and further from sex. And of course, as you can imagine, right, this withdrawal from her made him only more angry and more frustrated, which then in turn made her want sex less, withdraw more, pull away even further. And so this cycle repeated itself like the sun rising and setting, like the moon rising and setting, like the waves crashing and receding backwards, the cycle of life, right? So here's the thing to know about cycles like this. Unfortunately, the partner with the low sexual desire, they actually control the sexual relationship. And the person with the low desire does not want that control. Because it starts to place a lot of pressure onto them and pressure destroys pleasure. So this person that already is in a lower desire state, that control that they carry that has put that pressure on them actually only amplifies their lack of desire. 
So thinking about that, thinking about perhaps where you are in your relationship, first and foremost, you really want to address sex early on. And actually, if you're listening to this and you're like, no, our sex life is great. Like we're totally happy. Things are going good. We're that unicorn where we both want this exact same amount of sex. Talk about it. Talk about it as much as possible. And if you want to start there, actually, I would suggest checking out a recent episode that was actually all about how to ask for what you want in bed. So starting to have conversations as quickly as possible before this cycle even begins. So if you're starting to feel even like the inkling of this cycle happening, like you have a little tickle in the back of your throat, we all know when we're about to get the cold or the flu, it's like the the, the warning signs are creeping in. Just tar- take notice of that. Like check in with yourself. Are you starting to w- notice that like, oh gosh, I'm like wanting sex and she's not there or like, oh, I'm. I feel like she's always wanting to have sex with me and I just want a moment to myself. If those thoughts are starting to creep in, like ding, ding, have a conversation about it, okay? And in this cycle, you may have picked up that there are two types of people. There's a high high desire partner and a low desire partner. And we're actually going to look at what both of you guys can do because a lot of the times, unfortunately, historically in this dynamic, a lot of solutions and advice and guidance is all put on learning how to connect and work in the emotional part of the relationship. Like you come in for help or you're looking for information on how to improve your sex life, how to increase your sex life and find that compatibility. And you're just met with all of this information that's all about really actually meeting the needs of the low desire sex partner. It's like, how can you be show up in the emotional space? How can you show up in all of the other parts of a relationship outside of the bedroom and thinking that is going to be the sole way that then fixes things in the bedroom. But unfortunately, that's like a really one-sided way of looking at this this situation. So we're going to look at it from both ends because everybody is freaking responsible here. There is no one party that is not responsible for what's happening. I want to share that with you. So we're going to look at actually, this is kind of interesting. There's this theory, this truth rather, called the human sexual response cycle. And so there are four stages of a human sexual response cycle. There's desire, arousal, orgasm, and resolution. So for some people, the first thing that starts this cycle is an innate desire. So whether that's like a fantasy or a thought or a physical sensation that like suddenly out of nowhere you want to have sex or you think about sex or you're turned on or you're suddenly craving sex. That's the desire. Then there's the arousal. The arousal is like amping things up, feeling into it, becoming physically, emotionally, spiritually aroused to the idea of sex. And then you enter into a state of orgasm and then a state of resolution. So coming down off of that orgasm. Now, the way that I just described the stages from desire to arousal, orgasm to resolution, that is someone that has what's called a spontaneous sexual response. So that desire just spontaneously arises. And there's also another way that this cycle comes to be, and it's actually responsive. So it looks like being aroused. So first, being physically aroused, emotionally aroused, just somehow being aroused. 
And that arousal is what creates the desire to have sex. And then that desire leads to the orgasm, leads to the resolution. Fun freaking fact, you guys. 75% of men are spontaneous and only 15% of women are spontaneous. So that means the vast majority of men have a spontaneous response cycle. And the vast majority of women, surprise, have a responsive response cycle. Taking that into consideration is a couple of interesting things. I'll share, I am 100% a responsive response cycle person. For me to want to have sex, for me to desire sex, I need to be aroused first. And what's interesting to note is if you are listening to this and you're like, I am definitely spontaneous, my partner is definitely responsive, know that this is really important. Knowing that the responsive person needs that initiation to get to the desire, it's really important to recognize that the desire is truly there. So knowing that first and foremost is so important because I think a lot of the times if you want to have sex with your partner all the time and you're finding yourself initiating a lot and then it's starting to feel like, oh, I'm always initiating. They don't even want it when it's happening. Like I just feel like I don't want to do this anymore. It's not fun for me. I'm getting frustrated. Actually pausing and recognizing that once the arousal occurs, that the responsive individual, that she has a desire to have sex with you. So I want to lay that in there. Checking in with yourself. Are you responsive or are you spontaneous? And do you consider yourself the high desire partner or the low desire partner? And then looking at your partner, maybe you guys are listening to to this together, maybe sending it to your partner, being like, hey, this is really interesting. Let's talk about it later. I would love to hear your thoughts. Asking yourself, what do you think your partner is? Do you think that your partner is responsive or spontaneous? Do you think that your partner is the one that has a low desire or high desire? So laying a little bit of the land, understanding what's happening here. So we're going to start with what can the low desire partner do in this dynamic, in this situation? What you lovely low desire partners need to know right now is this. While your partner might have, yes, a need for some kind of a sexual release, like that might be a part of the sexual desire. The truth is the sexual desire is actually more a need to be physically close to you as a means to feel wanted, to feel connected, and to feel close. So it's always that kind of thought of, it's like, it's not about the teacup, like that the fights happen not because of what you're actually fighting him about, but because of something deeper. Sex often ha- happens because, sure, we want to have sex and it feels good, but there's often something underneath that. There's a d- deeper desire. And for a lot of individuals in a relationship, it's to feel wanted. It's to feel emotionally connected. It's to feel physically close to you. And if you, I totally get it. If you are a low desire person and you're listening to this and you're like, I do not believe that, slow yourself down a little bit and look at it from perhaps we won't understand. Perhaps we'll never understand what it's like to have a sexual desire that's like that. 
But can you ask yourself, what does it feel like to desire being wanted? What does it feel like to desire being emotionally connected with someone that you care about? I think we can all connect with what that feels like. And then taking that feeling and that thought and recognizing, okay, so sex is just the way that they get to that. And looking at it more as a symbol and a process and perhaps even a ritual of these deeper desires. I think when we can try to understand our partners better, we have a better grasp of how to be a supportive and loving partner and also how to understand ourselves in our relationship. When I was learning about all of this, it totally made me reflect on my own experiences in the past and how I have totally been that person that was like, I don't believe you. I think you just want to have sex. And really actually having to sit with that thought and being like, damn, I totally rejected that person from them knowing that I wanted them. I totally rejected that person from them receiving the emotional connection that they really wanted just because I only thought it was about sex. So can be a little hard to turn around and face that, face yourself in that moment, but it's there, it's available to you. So starting with that is actually turning towards yourself and getting more clarity around what is the what does the sex mean so actually, as the low desire partner, I'm going to invite you to ask your boo thing, <laughs> what does sex mean to you? What do you receive through having sex with me? Asking them those questions and see what they say, like really getting quiet and waiting for them to fully respond and hearing what their answers are. And you might be surprised and you might learn something about what sex means to them. It's really powerful. So that's to start with the low desire partner. Now, the high desire partner, we're going to start off with a little bit of acceptance as well. In order to change anything, you have to first come to a level of acceptance of what is, right? And this is no different. So in order to create changes in the dynamic of your sex life, you're going to have to accept of where your sex life is today and, and who you are with. I think there has to be a level of acceptance of being like, hey, I recognize I have a higher sex drive than that. I have higher sexual desires than they do. And like, period, end stop to that statement. And moving with that acceptance, exploring the F word, feelings. <laughs> so really sharing how you feel with your partner, because chances are you are using physical connection as a way to express how you feel. But unfortunately, this is like speaking Chinese to someone who only speaks German. Like, they won't get it. And you don't, and you won't get it. So trying to communicate how you express how you feel physically is not going to actually get through to them. So using your feeling words, expressing how you feel. And also, I'm going to say this. If you have a high, higher desire in your relationship and your partner comes to you and is like, I just want to give you a blowjob. I don't want to have sex today, but I want to give you a blowjob. Or they come to you and they're like, okay, let's do it. We're having sex. And your response to them is, I only want to have sex with my partner wants to. Like, I'm not into obligation sex. I'm not into duty sex. Who do you think I am? Like, I don't want that. It's not going to be fun for me. No. Okay. So if someone handed you a present that you really wanted, would you 
throw that box back, throw the wrapping paper back, throw that gift back at them because you knew it wasn't their favorite gift? No. You would accept it. You'd be like, thank you so much. I can't believe you thought of me. I can't believe you chose to give this to me. Like That really means that you understand me and you see me and you know me and I love that you gifted me this. Thank you. So do the same in your sex life. If they come to you and they're like, I'm going to give you a blowjob, fucking take it. Say yes, thank you, and love every moment of it. And don't forget, as we talked about in the beginning, this person may be responsive. So if they're offering sex to you in some way, shape, or form, know that once that arousal begins, their desire is right around the corner. And look, you guys are a team. We're a team. I'm like your cheerleader. I got my pom-poms going. It's happening. This is not you versus them. This is you versus the sexlessness, okay? This is you versus the difference in your desire. So we're going to externalize this. And you two are now working together as a team. You're like Team USA, Team Sex, like let's fucking go. So we're each taking responsibility. We're each showing up to fight this dragon together. So what this looks like, you guys are going to start to do real giving. And I kind of just touched on it a little bit. So giving and receiving from one another in a really, truly giving way. So giving to your partner the thing that your partner really wants or needs, whether you like, understand, or agree with it. You might be hearing this and you might have been thinking to yourself when I was talking about accepting sex as a gift, but that doesn't feel authentic. But that isn't true to me. If you're a low desire sex partner and knowing that the real gift that your partner would love to receive would be a night of sex with you and you're like, I don't feel like it. That just doesn't feel authentic to me. Or maybe you're a high desire sex partner and you know that your partner really wants to go on a date with you and like feel held and loved and cherished and cared for. And you're like, ugh. I like hate getting dressed up and going on dates. I just hate it. Like it's not who I am. It's not me. Fucking great. Okay. Because you're going to do it because that means that you're actually stretching yourself. If you're feeling resistance, if you're feeling this feeling, that means that you're being challenged and you're being pushed out of your comfort zone because if it's comfortable, you aren't growing. Okay. And this isn't about asking yourself to do something that violates you or breaks your boundaries. This is about encouraging you to expand how you love and show up in your relationship. Now, a really good way to understand what it is that your partner actually wants is to share what your love languages are. So if you don't know what your love languages are, you can go ahead and take a test. I'll drop a show notes link in here for how you can do that to figure out what your love languages are, and you're going to share these with each other. But what you're going to do instead of just being like, oh yeah, I'm physical affection and words of affirmation, you're going to actually say, this is my love language and this is why. Like I, my love language is quality time because time is really precious to me and the people that I choose to spend it with are really It's a rarity for me to be able to gift my time to somebody. And I find that when I spend time with someone, I feel so deeply connected to them and I crave them more and more. Like something like that. What what is true for you? So sharing 
your top love languages and why. And then you're going to do this. You're going to grade yourself. You're going to, we're back in school, you guys. We got the school teacher. I'm here to grade your freaking love language report cards. What you're going to do is you're going to grade yourself from an A to an F grade on your partner's love language. For example, I will share in my last relationship, one of my partner's love languages was words of affirmation. And I will tell you this, I was a motherfucking F at words of affirmation. It was painful for me. I literally felt like I was going to literally die when I would say something nice, something I really had to work through. I think at the end, I ended in like a C plus B (laughs) words of affirmation, but it was a journey for me to get there. Okay. I was like fighting every step of the way. And I had that feeling of like, oh, this isn't authentic to who I am. But you know what? The more that I practiced expressing how I felt, the more it became who I was. And fuck, it felt good. It feels so good to be able to tell somebody how you feel about them. It feels so good to be able to compliment somebody, to tell them what they're amazing at, what makes them sexy, what makes them hot, what makes them smart, beautiful, amazing. That feels so good to me. Now it is who I am. And I love that about myself. So know that if you have that resistance to doing any of this, like, man, if you could improve any of your five love languages, you would be a better person. If you could stretch yourself to explore connecting more with your partner, regardless of what way, shape, or form that is, whether it's sex or otherwise, you're going to be a better person, okay? (laughs) So do it. Uh, So yeah, so grading yourself on that A through F, we're going to have A plus report cards, you guys. We want to be the top of that class. We're getting, what is that? I don't even know what it's called because I definitely didn't get it in high school. The big award. (laughs) I'm like the Heisman Trophy. That shows you where my attention was in college. You're the valedictorian of this relationship, okay? So you're going to become the valedictorian of your relationship. You guys are both going to be up there speaking that speech by the end of this. So now that you know what your love languages are, you know why they're your love languages, and you are both lovely valedictorians of your relationship, you're getting that A-plus report card, it's time to actually make sure that you're checking yourself because There was a cycle that got you into this situation, right? And there's a cycle that's going to get you out of it. So we're basically undoing the cycle. And that means that you're going to have to really be on top of it. You're going to have to check yourself consistently. And that sounds a lot harder than it probably is. So it's really easy. Basically, whenever you feel like you've been rejected for what it is that you want, turn towards yourself and check to see if you've rejected them lately. So let's say that you're a high desire sexual partner and you find that lately you're actually starting to be rejected. You're being shut down when you make a sexual advance. So that must mean then that your partner doesn't feel fully loved by you right now. It's a hard thing to hear, but it's probably the truth. So ask yourself, when was the last time you planned a really nice date night out together? When was the last time that you treated her to time with you that was really emotionally meaningful? When was the last time that, let's say, you were traveling and you saw something that made you think of her and you got it for her and it was a meaningful gift for her? When was the last time you did that? And on the flip side, let's say that you are a low-desire partner 
and your emotional requests are being rejected. Ask yourself, when was the last time that I flirted with him or had sex with him or initiated a sensual moment or a sexual experience together? When was the last time that I did that? Because chances are if you're being rejected, you likely rejected your partner recently as well. And the more that we can stop getting mad at ourselves in those moments and the more we can just take that in as data, as information and adjust accordingly quickly, the better things will be, the quicker that you'll spin out of the cycle. So if you get rejected for trying to have sex with your partner, quickly course correct. Recognize, oh, okay, do the, do the questioning of yourself and quickly take an action and vice versa. If you find that you're being rejected by your emotional requests, question that and then take action on it. Like, have you been giving them what they need sexually? Take action on that. The more that we start to do this, the easier it will become. And I'm just going to tell you this, the very thing couples that you have to do to break out of a rut is to do the very thing that you least want to do when you least want to do it. And that's hard to hear, but it's the freaking truth. So take personal responsibility for what's unfolding in the dynamic, even when it's hard, especially when it's hard, especially when you don't want to do it. And really take the time to address both the emotional and the sexual issues that are arising at the same time in your relationship. And you will come out of this on the other side. I promise. I promise. You will, yes, enter into having all of your desires filled, having the sex that you want, the love that you want, the emotional connection that you want. So I hope that this episode has been helpful. I hope you've been able to find something in this that you can actually take from our time together today and apply it into your life. And I I wanted to record this episode. It's I cannot believe it's the last, you guys, this is our last connection before the new year. This is our last moment together in 2023. It's insane. I cannot believe it. And I really wanted to share this because I wanted to set the scene for the year of 2024 because we oh my gosh you guys we are charging into 2024 ready for amazing sex ready for deep connection ready to just be naked and connected we are not naked and afraid we are naked and connected and i cannot wait for what is to come for you and i on this show together every single week it's just going to get better and better and i am so happy that we get to hang out every every Tuesday together. This brings me so much joy and I hope that it brings you so much joy and love and titillation in your life. I cannot wait to move forward with you, to grow deeper with you, to love, to fuck, to live. Let's get after it, okay? I will see you next year. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Naked Connection. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Trust me on this, your sex life and that special someone in your life will thank you for it. And if you really love the show, please take a moment and leave a five-star review or a written review and let me know what you think. It would mean so much to me and this show. Until next time, happy connecting.